0: 96.7 WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you to retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and with me is Bryce Payne. And today we're going to talk market update, and then we're going to open up the mailbag and answer your questions. All right. So folks, uh, let's talk about the market update for a little bit here. Uh, Before we do that, we're going to obviously, as we always open our show and thank all of our veterans our service members our first responders uh, again <laughs> we can't thank you enough uh, for what you do the sacrifices you make and your families they sacrifice too for you doing your job so th- thank you
1: thank you in tandem with that uh, doug thank you for your service and uh hope santa visits all of you out there in abundance this uh, year because we know this is a tough time to be away from your families so amen amen to that doug what do we got to, what are we talking about here for
0: the first segment well for the first segment we're going to do uh, a bit of a market update then we'll get into answering the folks' questions if you've been listening to the show all year long you know i've been trying to give you some market updates as we progress through uh through the year uh at the first of the year The charts, the long term charts were just shouting at me to uh, warn people uh, there is a market uh, downturn coming. And I told you back then, this was probably the early spring time, that the long term charts predict things well into the future. We're talking weeks and months. Well, we've seen one. We saw a little bit of a downturn uh, the past few weeks. Uh, You know, the news people want to say it was because of the Omicron or Omicron or whatever kind of variant we would call it now. But I think it's a little bit more than that. I think there's more fundamentals underlying what's going on. Right now, as we speak, we are just before Christmas, a couple of weeks away. What is it? 17 more shopping days? Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, we're, in a, we're in a bit of a rally. Uh, people are going to call it the Santa Claus rally because typically this time of year you get a rally phase. People are joyful and, you know, it's they're kind spending of money. uplifting and exactly. They're spending money. I expect that to continue. I expect to see this Santa Claus rally happen and continue through probably the, uh, end of, uh, of the year, uh, into the first of next year. And then, uh, I think, then I think we're going to have to get, uh, serious about what's going on here. um, The charts are now, the short term charts are set up for a significant downturn sometime in the first quarter of next year. So there you have it. You know, our folks, Bryce, you know this, uh, they're protected to the downside. We build our portfolios around uh, that very situation happening because retirees can't afford a 50 or 60% loss of their money.
1: You know, we tell this to our clients all the time, that when you're 30 or 40 or even in your early 50s and you're working for another 15, 25 years or so, if the market takes a uh, 30% dip, um, like it did at the start of last year, and your portfolio likewise takes that 30% dip, it's not the end of the world because you've still got your paycheck coming in and you're not living off of your 401k or your IRA at that point. But when you're a few years away from retirement and your portfolio drops from, say, a million dollars to $700,000, that significantly changes your retirement plan. Uh, Now, hopefully the market would turn around and come back up, and it it did so in an unusual way last year during the recovery. But that is not the way a typical market recovery happens. That was the fastest one ever. So you can imagine if you're planning on retiring in a year or two and your portfolio has a 30% dip, that that does not spell – a good outcome for you, uh, or at least pleasant adjustments. You can have to make some adjustments to that that are not pleasant. So we design our portfolios for people about to retire or who have entered retirement that if, uh, if that market drops 30% or so, their portfolio should only drop a fraction of that yet still participating, uh, to a very good degree on the upside.
0: You know, what scares me, Bryce, or I don't know if it scares me, but I'm concerned about greatly Is people have gotten so used to seeing this market go up, 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 up. They don't even know what a down market's like.
1: It has been a long time you since know, we had it, that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you mentioned a moment ago, uh, back in uh, March of 20, we w- were in a bear market and out of a bear market fastest ever. Never happens like that. Folks, let's look at recent history. The 2008 downturn, it took us four and a half years to get back to even. The 1970s, that entire decade, you didn't make any money. It was flat the whole decade, except for 250% downturns. And then if you want to go further back, the Great Recession or Depression, the crash, 1929, it took 25 years before the Dow got back to where it was in October of 29 high.
1: Isn't that amazing? If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians, and we're discussing the market and how that can impact your retirement portfolio. So, Doug, you were saying about the history of market downturns and how they have an impact on um a retirement portfolio and how you can devise a portfolio to not be as susceptible to that that's what we do day in and day out here for our clients
0: yeah absolutely i mean think about it if you retired in 2007 and you went into a two and a half year cycle of losing money right at the very beginning of your retirement that's devastating
1: sequence of returns is what we're talking about there and that is a fascinating chart if you want to look that up yeah um showing the same returns year after year but reversing the order so that one couple had uh, the losses at the beginning of their retirement and the other couple had the losses at the end of their retirement and they're both taking out the same distributions. One scenario has the couple running out of money in their 80s and the other has them have over a million dollars in their 90s.
0: Yeah, think about it. Take the exact opposite situation and say you didn't retire in 07, but you retired in 09. Okay. Well, you had that Big, huge up market to retire into. What a difference it makes. An amazing difference. And,
1: you know, let's rewind again last year um, to our clients who we devised a portfolio for them that participated on the upside, but not so much on the downside. There's there's always some risk that you're going to take. Um, the market had dropped 37% from that time period. Uh, the portfolios that we had uh, designed for our clients did not drop anywhere close to that. And we have, dug several hundred clients who have these portfolios with us, and we only got about four phone calls, and it was only uh, two of those phone calls were from one client, and they just were checking in with us out of, out of all those clients. That, I think that says something right there.
0: I, I got to tell you, uh, you know, from the days I was in the stockbroker world to what we do now is, it, it's night and day. Mm. I mean, back in, in those days, I would be fending off frantic calls left and right and not a thing I could do about it, but now that we have safeguards uh, in place, uh, it's wonderful. Because you're right, we got over, I think, close to 500 households now, and what do we get? Less than a handful of calls. Yeah, less than a handful. Yeah. So I know because I was the one that was fielding them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you
1: were, <laughs> and uh, th- there were very few and those calls that we did get it wasn't anybody was upset they're just saying hey do we need to re, uh, re- readjust yeah. our portfolio at all and we said no we've, we've already got this under control for you this is exactly what we designed your portfolio for we see the market dropping significantly here's what your portfolio is doing and uh, that was the end of it with each of those uh, four three clients. No. Was, I mean, I, I think that's a great testament to uh, to how comfortable our clients felt with uh, the design of their portfolios and how much losses they were uh, seeing at that time compared to what the, the market was actually doing. Now, we had to point that out to them a little bit. They Some some of our clients will just look at the market in general and be worried. But once we point out, hey, this is what your portfolio was a few months ago, here's what it is now, they realize, they take a sigh of relief. and like, oh, okay, yeah, you, you guys are in charge of this. You are doing what, uh, what I had thought you were doing. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, the true test is going to come, yes. uh, you know, when the market does go down and it, it, it's out there. I don't know exactly when. I forecast when, but you know, nobody knows. That's exactly right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with uh, what we're doing for people. It's uh you know, we talked about it before. It's a calling for us.
1: Absolutely. And again, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardian show here. We're talking about the market and how that affects your retirement portfolio. We're going to go to break in a second, but if you think you would benefit from having a conversation with us around your retirement portfolio, if you have one, or if you a retirement plan, if you've got one, and your advisor's current plan for you, we'd be happy to give you a, a second opinion, a review, and see if we can recommend any changes. You just got to pick up the phone and give us a call. It's 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You can also reach out to us via the website, thewealthguardians.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to sit down and see uh, what uh, services or help we might be able to provide in uh, helping you learn how to uh, retire the job, yet keep the paycheck. Now, we're going to go to break, but as we always do before we go to break, we're going to try to stump Doug with a trivia question here.
0: Oh, no, here we go again. All
1: right, here we are. Doug, who first recorded... Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, Was it? I'm going to give you some choices here. I'm going to be nice. Was it Perry Como, Frank Sinatra, Andy Williams, Bing Crosby, or Gene Autry? Who first recorded Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer?
0: Well, I like every one of those guys. Oh, so. absolutely. I do too.
1: <laughs> All right. Stick around through the break. We'll be back in just a minute and see if you got the answer to that trivia question. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. We will be right back after this. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, and alongside me is Doug Ray. And today, we're answering listener questions. Now, if you're five to seven years from retirement, and you want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement, I've got good news. We offer a no-cost, no-obligation retirement plan review to see if we can help you retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball's in your court. You've got to pick up the phone and give us a call. And that number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. There is no cost and no obligation, but you do have to pick up the phone and call us. now. Before the break, we had a trivia question, and we're going to see now if we stumped Doug. Doug, the question I asked you was, who first recorded Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Was it Perry Como, Frank Sinatra, Andy Williams, Bing Crosby, or Gene Autry?
0: Well, like I said, I like every one of those guys. I could sit back and, uh, and listen to them uh, all night long. Uh, boy. I think they all recorded it at one time. Yes, but who was the first? I'm going to say, and this is a big guess, it was Gene Autry.
1: Uh, How about that, folks? Doug knew the right answer uh, there. Yeah,
0: blind squirrels find a point once in a
1: There's another euphemism for that as well. Yeah, Perry, Perry Como, Frank Sinatra, Andy Williams, Ben Crosby, Gene Autry, they've all recorded it, and many, many, many others as well. But it was June twenty seventh, 1949, that wow. that was first recorded. And Columbia Records was first selling it as a kid's song, but as the holidays grew closer, they realized that it was being played more and more on the radio, so they started pushing it, and it actually went number one the week of Christmas, 1949. And now, at this point, it is the fourth best-selling Christmas song of all time, with the best one being White Christmas by Bing Crosby. So you got that out there, give yourself a pat on the back, and uh, Santa will... uh, Give you an extra reward this year, so uh, good job on that, Doug. And I'm proud to have to have pressed the uh, the bell, <laughs> the bell, not the uh, not the buzzer, not the buzzer. Yes. So let's move to our listener questions yeah, today. Get that
0: mailbag open.
1: All right. So our first one is this is the mailbag. This isn't Santa's bag. This is the mailbag. So our first one comes from George and Yadkin, and George says, Doug and Bryce, I've heard you talk about being aware of the risk in your portfolio. I'm 65. Exactly how much risk? Should I be taking? Uh, Doug, that's a very
0: pointed question and I like it. I do too. And and, uh, George, uh, congratulations. I'm about to turn 65. And uh, I hope you haven't had as many Medicare calls as I've had this uh, (laughs) last, uh, what, two and a half months. (laughs) I haven't gotten any yet, but I'm sure I will at some point. Uh, You're a young puppy. (laughs) Uh, Good question, though.
1: Yeah, it is. Bryce, you want to take that one? Well, sure. That's, you know, George, the question that you're (laughs) asking is a question that changes over time, or it's an answer that changes over time. If you're 20, 30, 40, or maybe even in your early 50s, the amount of risk that you can take in your portfolio is more or less that of the open market. But when you get closer to retirement, you have to dial back on that risk. And the reason is that whenever the market drops, say 30 or 40%, and your portfolio followed suit, that takes time. To come back George you know that you're 65 you didn't say here whether or not you're still working or not that would certainly play a factor in there. But um, you do want to not be nearly as risky the closer you are to retirement and certainly not when you're in retirement. Exactly to quantify that risk, we do use some software uh, in our offices called Riskalyze. And we use that for a couple of different uh, things. And the first one is that we analyze the po- the risk on your portfolio, and then we help analyze your risk tolerance. We want to make sure that those two things are synced up. It's on a scale of one to 100. Usually we see somebody's risk tolerance about uh, right around retirement somewhere in the 30s, maybe between 30 and 40, and that's an acceptable amount, but their portfolio is usually a risk somewhere around the 50s or 60s or even higher than that. Not all the time, but most of the time that's what we see. And I think the best solution to uh, give you an answer here would be to invite you to come into our offices and sit down and go through our planning process with us and see if uh your risk and your risk tolerance are in line with each other. And maybe if they are in line with each other, maybe they're still too risky and we can uh, talk you through that uh, reconsideration uh, process there. But George, it's a good question. And the only way for us to really give you an accurate answer on that is you got to pick up the phone and give us a call at 336-391-3409. Okay. Let's go to our question from Mary and Boone, Doug. Mary says, Doug and Bryce, We've never lived on a budget our entire lives, and my husband is very resistant to having a budget once we retire. But without a budget, how do we make sure that we don't run out of money 10 years before we
0: die? It's a a great question. It is a very good question. And, And, hey, Mary, nobody likes to sit down and do a budget. You know, a lot of people find it's boring, it's time-consuming, they don't want to go back and look at the bills. They, don't, they're in, they might be in denial to a certain degree they as could well. They very well be in denial. But I'll tell you this, from a retirement planning standpoint, that is the one number, the whole plan – revolves around because you're exactly right, Mary. If you don't know what you're spending, you have no idea if you're going to run out of money in five years, 10 years or never. And Doug, we have, we have
1: put some, we've had clients who come to us and say, Oh, let's just say I spend somewhere between three and $4,000 a month. Well, if we plug in $3,000 a month, they might have a million dollars left by age, Uh, 90. But if we plug in $4,000, they ran out of money by age 75. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be a little bit accurate. And we can help you figure that out. We've got cheat sheets and whatnot. But Mary, it is a vitally important question. And that is a key component that we have to have at least a general sense of what you're spending in retirement. So Doug and I are going to side with you on this one. So thank you very much for the question. So our next question here is Vicky in Germantown. And Vicky says, Doug and Bryce, I don't think my kids are expecting an inheritance from me because I was single. I was a single mom for most of their lives, but I really want to be sure that I'm not a financial burden for them at any point. Should I work until I'm 70 so that I can take the highest
0: possible social security benefit? Again, another very good question. And and one of the things about the way I want to answer this question is I want to try to separate the concept of retiring and taking Social Security, because a lot of people have in their mind that when they retire, they take their Social Security. That's not necessarily the case. Two very separate concepts. You can retire at 55 and wait till 70 to take your Social Security. You know, the longer you wait to take Social Security, we've talked about this ad nauseum on this show, the more you're going to get. So for some of you, for most of you, in fact, it will pay you to wait, so no. I mean, y- you don't have to work until seventy to take your Social Security. Again, that's why proper planning makes the difference. And, and the best way for you to do that is to come and see us. Yeah, you know, I hate I hate to just promote this ridiculously, but it's the truth. It is. They have to have a plan. You know, so many people. It, it, I've been in this business thirty three years, and it amazes me. People go from working one day to retiring the next, and they don't have a plan. No idea. They're winging it. Where, where that next paycheck is coming from. Well, yeah. it's not a paycheck, it's a retirement check, and you've got to build it, make it, produce. Yeah, your that, own
1: retirement income. It's a distribution at that point. Yeah. And you got to supplement your Social Security. But uh, that's a great question, Vicky. And like Doug says, we'd really love to be able to, and we are able to give you an accurate answer, but we have to ask a lot more questions. So well, if you want more. If you want to yeah. give us a call, 336-391-3409. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Wealth Guardians, and we're opening up the mailbag today and taking uh, listener questions. So Doug... Let's go on to our third question here, and this is from Elizabeth in High Point. Elizabeth says, Doug and Bryce, I have a pension fund from a previous job in a different state that's just been sitting there for years. I have the option to take a lump sum and invest the money myself. Should I do that or just leave it where it is and get a monthly pension when I retire? Mm. That's a key question right there, and Mm. we do get this frequently, even though pensions are more and more of a rare breed. There is... Like Social Security, making sure that you understand all of your pension options available to you, what the lump sum is, what the guaranteed monthly benefit is, if it's just you or if you're going to give a certain percentage to your your spouse should you pass away first, what percentage of that income is, the, uh, is it from the lump sum. We help you calculate all that. Um, Doug? chime in here
0: yeah you know what she didn't tell us in in her question is is that pension coming from a uh, a government a state or a, a local city or a uh, federal uh, employment we don't know that or is it
1: a private pension or is
0: it a private pension because that does play a big role in it because if the uh, if that company that uh, supports the private pension you know, if it ever goes under, then the government takes it over. The PBGC takes it. And typically, if you're on the pension, you're going to get a hefty haircut.
1: Yeah. There's another key difference between the two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a state or uh, some type of government pension often has a cost of living adjustment right. attached to
0: exactly. it. Exactly, And, and the private ones don't.
1: They don't. So if you're getting, say, $800 a month in your private pension, well, that's great. That looks like $800 in today's dollars with the inflation rate that we've had this last year, let's think about what that $800 might look like five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. If you invested that money and took the lump sum option, invested it into an IRA and had some downside protection on it, and you could take distributions without touching the principal, you might have a a significantly better option there for you and taking a lot less risk that the company might go under. So Elizabeth, that's a great question. It is an absolute essential question to get right when you are doing your retirement planning so again we would love to be able to help you out with that and we're going to give the phone number out one more time 336-391-3409 you can also visit us at thewealthguardians.com all right doug i think we got time for one more here let's go to orin in burlington and Oren says doug and bryce for years i've had half of my money with one broker and half with someone else they're both nice guys, and I thought it would be good to get advice from two different people. But now it just seems confusing. Am I better off to have it all in one place?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great question too. I think our record with a client that came to us—he had like eight different advisors yeah. at one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's way too many. Um, but the answer, I think, is this: I think you nice guys are nice guys. We're all nice guys, right? right? I think you need to find somebody who is a professional, who is serious about their craft, who has the credentials that operates as a fiduciary, key point, who constantly studies their craft and wants to make themselves better in the retirement field. And uh, that's what you got to search for. Now, I don't know your two advisors that you have, but if that one or both are fits that description, then maybe you need to choose one of them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's too many cooks in the kitchen can yeah. be one uh, euphemism to use. Um, one hand has to know what the other hand is doing. Now, if one specializes in one aspect of financial planning, and the other specializes in something else, and they're both relevant to you, all right, then there there might be an argument made to have two different financial advisors. But there's there are financial advisors out there who um, have the whole thing down pat, and there's not a need to have more than one nice guy looking over your portfolio. But, uh, Oren, it's a great question. It's a key question. Uh, we see people come in here who... Uh, have a number of different situations yours is not that unique but i don't think it's necessary to have more than one advisor as long as that advisor is a fiduciary knows what they're doing and at your age is uh specializes in retirement planning all right i think that was uh, all the time that we've got this is bryce Payne. with me is doug ray the show is the wealth guardians helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck and this is 96 7 fm wtob